0: This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, A Real Warrior Part 4. Sit back and relax and let's get started. So in the previous three podcasts, I've talked to you about my interview and my time on a flight from Seattle to Dallas with Colonel Bruce Crandell, Medal of Honor recipient from the Vietnam War had the opportunity to sit next to this gentleman and interview him for three hours and what I am certain was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So I've been sharing some of the lessons and one of the things that we talked about was obviously that in that level of intensity and that level of type of combat that you see terrible things. One of the images that struck me from his story, and again, if you don't know the story, He flew, he and others, or he led an effort to fly into a landing zone that was being overrun by enemy troops and a battalion that was being overrun by enemy troops. He ended up making 22 trips back and forth in a single day, 14 hours of flying and evacuated um, at least 70 men out of that, uh, out of that battle. While bringing in ammunition to the troops that were on the ground, this uh, this battle was specifically featured in the movie "We Were Soldiers." So with Mel Gibson, if you have the opportunity, I'd highly recommend going and checking out that movie. Uh, It it details this uh, event, and I asked him, uh, you know, what was the? Do you felt like it was pretty accurate? He said it was pretty accurate. Obviously, there's some Hollywood, uh, Hollywood. Parts to it, but he said in in general he he felt good about the movie. So that was We Were Soldiers uh, with Mel Gibson from uh, a few years back. But one of the things that one of the images that he 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 left me with was that um, these these Huey helicopters, and if you know if you're not familiar, go to your local air museum if you can find one to see a Huey. You've all seen this is one of the most recognizable aircraft of the 20th century. Um, his unit was one of the first to really operationalize the Huey helicopter into combat. Um, in fact, his dog uh, that was on the airport, airplane with us, uh, cute, fluffy little white dog, um, was named Huey. It was, he was very cute. Um, but one of the images that he left me with was that every time he came back in from the trip the ground crews would literally wash his uh, aircraft um, out, wash out the blood from it. So these aircraft were literally dripping with blood and oil with holes all through them because of the number of rounds that had come through the, the airframe. What's incredible is these aircraft were so durable that they could take multiple hits and, uh, and still keep flying. Um, He had to exchange the aircraft or get new aircraft four or five times during the course of these flights that day. But he would just pick up a new one and keep going back in. But he said at the end of the day, at 1030, when they finally stopped running flights. And he said he went into a tent to get some sleep and he said, quote, get myself together. He was shaking. Um, He had looked back and seen his, his aircraft. And, and, and by the way, during, during these trips, he'd had multiple people killed in the aircraft during the, uh, during the trips back and forth. So he would seen a lot of uh, death and, uh, carnage that day. Uh, he said that, you know, he, one of the things he's always never had, never had a stomach for is is blood. And, and he had to go around behind the tent and throw up, um, and was shaking, and was just um, you know working to get himself calm. Um, and that was part of his, you know, part of what he had to do was was bring himself down, and so he could prepare himself to go back in. Um, but we started talking about this idea of PTSD, and and he said, you know, PTS. He didn't like he didn't like it being called PTSD. He says just PTS. He said, PTS, post-traumatic stress, is something that is not a military thing. He said, this is something that happens to everyone or can happen to everyone. And in fact, if you think about it, there are probably times in your life where you have been through a very intense situation that has left you with memories and experiences that you don't want to look back on. And as a result, you bury them. This is something that is in, in epidem- has, epidemic, has reached epidemic proportions inside the military, obviously, because we've been at war for so long. Um, there are so many men and women that have been through super traumatic scenarios. Um, and as a result, they bury these things. And when they bury them, that's when the effects of that burying come back. And it's one of the reasons that we see so much suicide in the military uh, today. But it also extends to just your average everyday person. We've all had things that we've been through that left us with PTS. And I'm sure you can probably think of things that, and you may not want to right now, but you can think of things that you have buried And his response to this was simple, but powerful for me. He said that, you know, there were times, there was a long time where there really wasn't an understanding of how to take care of people that had been through this, but he put it very simple, simple. He said, just, we need to love up on people. He said, we need to love up on people. And expanding that the power of love is really just the opportunity for vulnerability and the ability to create a space for another human so that they can be vulnerable and bring things from the past out and shine a light on darkness so that it can be released. I've been through this myself. I've been through this with other brothers that I am. I've been with inside of the Wake Up Warrior movement, where I've seen uh, men bring very traumatic things back from their past and release them, but only because they were surrounded in a safe space, a space that was built, you know, out of a bubble of love and intention. And that's really what Colonel Bruce was talking about here is the focus of love and the power of love. And it sounds like a song, but it's true, is that love can heal so many things when it's intentional and when the capacity is there to create a space. And this goes back to my conversation a few podcasts ago about this conference, because that became my intention at the conference was just simply when I connect with someone to my, have my only intention is to have love towards them, not as a prospect, but as a person who has problems and challenges and desires and disappointments, but simply in that moment to be present, to see them as a person and to have the internal capacity within myself to have my intention towards them to be love of another person created in the likeness of God. See, you can love anybody just out of the nature that they're created out of the likeness of God. So that became my frame. And it's a very powerful frame in sales. It's a very simple one. It's other-focused. Other-focus is is the result of that frame of love. And when you are other-focused, you create a different type of experience with your prospect or client. Other-focused is love. You create a different experience with your prospect or client, but as Colonel Bruce was talking about, you can create an opportunity for someone that has pain to release it. And actually provide healing. So I'd ask to leave you with this question Where right now today are you not delivering a level of intention with love towards others that you know you're you're being called to do? Where right now could you shift your frame from one of I need something to I need to give something. And that give could simply be love. Even for people you don't even know. And just love up on someone. Love up on people, as Colonel Bruce said. The, power, the simple power of that, the simple power of that is a unique and competitive advantage in any marketplace. It's honest. It's true. It has polarity. It attracts. And if you have that capacity, you've got a competitive advantage in any marketplace. But it start, starts with having love for yourself. And then having that intention and love towards your family and then from that place being able to take that into a conversation with anybody you experience and that's what colonel bruce was talking about about the need to love up on people and god bless him for it that's what i've got for you today my friends this is brian q davis signing off from the sales warrior podcast Thank you so much for listening. I'm glad you got the opportunity to share in the conversation I had with Colonel Bruce Crandell, Medal of Honor recipient. He was an incredible person to speak to. And if you ever have the opportunity to see him or hear him speak, I highly recommend that you take that opportunity. Uh, Colonel Bruce, if you ever happen to listen to this podcast, I want to tell you, thank you, sir, for your service. But thank you for talking to me that day and sharing those experiences. I sincerely appreciate it. And I honor you for everything you've done for our country and what you did for me in those three hours on that flight from Seattle to Dallas in October, 2018. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off. Keep tuning in, more to come.